and welcome to Connectivity 238. I'm your host, Nicholas Bray, and this week I'm joined by Adam Abunasa. Alola. And Brian Rose. Alola. Oh, you stole it from me. <laughs> hey, you stole it from me in the chat. I definitely did. <laughs> I'm pretty sure uh, that joke has been uh, well used by now. We've had the games the whole year, basically. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, this week we're going to be talking about the latest Pokemon movie, um, the 20th anniversary film, and we'll also be talking a little bit about uh, Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. But uh, first, I thought I'll get um, you guys have some, you know, relay some of your thoughts on uh, Mario. I know we we done an episode a couple of weeks ago, but um. What do you guys think? What's your general thoughts about Mario, just quickly here? Um, for me, it's like one of the top games of the year. Um, I, for, for me, it's, it's more... Like with Zelda, I was more amazed by the open scope of the game and the open world concept. For Mario, I mm. just thought it was more fun to like play and progress. And... Um, I I wouldn't give it like a ten out of ten like a lot of the publications did when it was released. I think yeah. there's like yeah. I think there's like some problems with it. Like New Donk City is like absolutely the best stage of the game, <laughs> and there's and there's others that are close to it. And there are others that are like easily forgettable, like the uh, the jungle level. I, I was just wishing I can get through really fast. Um, and then there's a couple of others that don't come to mind because. Um, they don't really come to mind once I finish them, yeah. but um, there. I mean, f- throughout the game, it's just there, there's so much content and so much, so many ideas and really cool ideas, and, and just different things you wouldn't expect in a Mario game w- were in there. And for for that, I mean, I, I absolutely love the game. Um, I, I mean, I wouldn't give it... I, it would be up there for Game of the Year contention. I mean, the two other games I would have up there is like uh, Zelda and... It's not a Nintendo game, but Persona 5 really resonated with me too. Mm-hmm. So, um... But no, uh, Mario RSE is absolutely awesome. It's It was well worth the wait. It looks awesome. It plays awesome. And I uh, definitely recommend it. I think uh, it's an awful garbage game but i think that's because (laughs) i'm at it's on the it's on the level of twilight princess for you adam um no not quite the reason that i'm (laughs) mad at it right now is because i'm okay so when i was playing through the game i made sure that i did absolutely everything i could before progressing to the next kingdom yeah and then light spoilers when you beat the game you unlock more moons so then I went back to the beginning, and I'm going through doing everything I possibly can before going to the next kingdom. Mm-hmm. And I just got to the volleyball challenge, <laughs> where, oh, that was the the only two things I skipped were the volleyball to 100 and jump rope to 100. Yeah. Uh, I definitely cheated to get the <laughs> jump rope to 100. How do you cheat to do that? I, I, I mean, I know that's the thing um, see, I see online all the time is somebody cheating on, on that, but how... How do you actually do that? So, uh, Takatu, if you throw your hat and then talk to him right before it hits him in the back of the head, uh-huh. the camera will lock on him. But if you very quickly roll away, it won't lock on him until you turn towards him. So if you jump in the air and I think ground pound above the jump rope as you turn the camera to look at him, you freeze in the air. And the game will just leave you there frozen. <laughs> wow. Apparently, if you stay there for 16 hours, you get like 9,900. Like, you fill out the, the jump counter. Well, you, but you, I did you not should do that. get that star. Right? Yeah, I, I, I just <laughs> well did earned. 100. And yeah. then uh, I, I got a little over 100 because I got stuck in the air. You're supposed to, like, jump out of it. But yeah. I don't know. I was doing it wrong. And I, I, I got, got the, a couple like, the minimum one. I think it's, like, 20 or, or something like it's, that. Yeah, it's, like, 30. It's yeah, really 30. easy to yeah. get as well. Yeah. I, got, I, got, I stopped around 42. That was, like, my um, mm. record. <laughs> and everybody beat me, and I'm, I'm kind of sad, but. I mean, hey. Well, I they I cheated, that much if that makes you it. feel better. Yeah, and then most of them cheated, so. 
I did the right one. I think way. I keep getting to around 60 and then failing that one. I haven't tried it for a while, though. But yeah, I'm at the volleyball one, and I guess you can cheat at that one because it's way easier to do it two players. So uh, my friend, every time a, like a Mario commercial comes on or anything, he's like, you know, I should really get a Switch. I really want to play Mario. It looks so much fun. So I'm going to tell him, like, hey, let's play Mario, and then I make him do this stupid challenge. <laughs> like, that's all you get. I just Buy kind of ignored Switch. it. I ignored it, and they, like, moved on because they didn't want to do something like the jump rope challenge. I, mm. I got discouraged by watching other people, like, completely own the jump rope challenge. So I kind of just like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't want to do this volleyball stuff later. <laughs> I haven't gone back to it since. But with the actual game, um, I was a little disappointed with the variety. Uh, I didn't like the, the Cap Kingdom right off the bat. I was like, oh, this looks like Epic Mickey, but like not as good as Epic Mickey because Epic Mickey is the best game ever. Reminded um, me of the uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, really. Yeah, like yeah, the Kingdom Hearts like level yeah. or something. I don't know. It didn't. It didn't feel like the Happy Mario Adventure that I was excited for for this whole year. You know, it's something different. But it, I mean, is it like my favorite level? No. And that's just that's how they start you, and it was kind of like, ugh. And then they send you to Dinosaur Land. And then later there's another dinosaur land, and then there are like three or four water levels, and I'm just like, are you serious? Like, you have the Metro Kingdom, which is awesome, but it's really small. I wish that the whole game was just like a giant Metro Kingdom. Like, I would have been way happier. Um, I feel like that's kind of what we were, like, at one point expecting, but that's not at all what we got. Uh, and then a, li- a little later on, spoilers, uh, people really like the the Bowser level because they said that it looks like it felt like a galaxy level but I didn't really like galaxy that much like I wanted everything to be connected I don't want to get shot from platform to platform I want to explore an area that part of galaxy I don't like but I mean I I can see the comparisons I personally kind of like the Bowser level a lot like it was it's not my favorite but um it wasn't bad I mean, I kind of got yeah. annoyed by the gimmick that they had for the level, which was, I think, some sort of, like, thing. Yeah, the bird thing mm-hmm. that you would fl- fling you across the um, platforms or whatever to get you to yeah. the next area. And, I did um, like the bird thing. It got yeah, I got old after thing. a while. It got old. But yeah, the, um, the level's not very uh, conducive to, like, exploring stuff, and yeah. it requires yeah, you to try and poke around and the camera sort of gets annoying and stuff like that. Like, the levels I liked, like the Metro Kingdom and the Luncheon Kingdom, they, they encourage exploration. I think the sand mm. level does, too. I, I forget if it's called the Sand Kingdom. It's called... But... It's Mexico. Tostarina, is it? <laughs> Tostarina, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I, I like those levels that encouraged you to, to explore. So, yeah, I can see the criticism about the Bowser Kingdom being kind of like that. I mean, not, not as... Not as um, exploration heavy, and also I mm. kind of thought the boss was annoying. I didn't like the, the final boss. Yeah, I thought that boss was the most interesting one of those um, bunny rabbit bosses that you get. Yeah. So the thing, I I, know, those bunny rabbit cool. bosses, I, I thought they were like kind of too linear. Like in, yeah. in a way, I, I, th- I thought those were kind of like, yeah, I They're already know easy. your pattern. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I figured yeah. out your pattern like three, five hours ago. I don't need to, uh, to do it I with like three hats I figured out their patterns like two decades ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like we, they're that. very classic Mario enemies, which is like yeah. fine. Yeah, um, it's, it's Mario pattern. But the way I played through the game where I did everything before going to the next one, I got really tired of each level. Yeah, uh, like I was actually streaming like right when it came out, and I just streamed so much of that Mexico level, and I was like, "Where is the next level? Please let me out of here! I hate this place." You yeah. could have moved on though. <laughs> I I could have, but then I went back and did more stuff, and I was like, "Are you serious? I'm back here." Yeah, yeah. When I 100 percented the um, Desert Kingdom, I was like, "Oh, good. I'm glad this is 100 percented. I don't have to come back." I started, yeah, I started getting sick of that one too, and a couple of others. But 
Yeah. Oh, and don't tell anyone about this, but I definitely cheated a lot with my wedding amiibo. Because uh, <laughs> Peach gives you three extra hearts, so you have six hearts. And Bowser just shows you where the purple coins are. Um, yeah. So I, I do have all the purple coins, and I didn't die very many times in boss battles. I used the Bowser um, one a few times, but like that was when I had like two or three left. And I just couldn't be bothered trying to scour the whole map again just to hopefully happen across them. So I'm glad that existed because, yeah, having two or three coins left is just really annoying. Yeah. I managed to to get a job right after the game came out. Or no, it was like slightly before, so I didn't have like money to get the Amiibo. But um, I I used the other Amiibo and that was kind of helpful. It kind of... The other amiibo help you point out where the um, stars that you didn't get are at. Like, they pointed out mm. on the map. So, it, oh. that, that wasn't so bad. I should have been using those. I was spending money. Not real money, but, like, coins to use Toad sometimes. Yeah. But I'm looking at, like, a hundred amiibo right now <laughs> where I'm sitting. I could have used those. Yeah, I just used the Toad as well. I was like, eh, I'll give him 50 coins. He deserves it. I was, like, uh, bogarting my money so, because I, I didn't want to give Tony any money. So I, I'm like, yeah, I'll use my Martha Amiibo and see, or my Ness Amiibo and see where it took me or where, where it would take me on the map. Yeah. Can we talk now, with about, regular can Amiibo, we talk about how, how often can you use them? What? With regular Amiibo, how often can you use them? I think it's once a day. Okay. I'm not sure. But yeah. But what were you saying? I want to talk about the dog. The dog? Yeah, the best part of the game, the dog. He's not the best part. You can't pet him. You could play frisbee with him. Nintendo invented petting <laughs> dogs in video games, and yet in any of their recent video games, you cannot pet the dogs. You cannot pet the dogs in Zelda, you cannot pet the dogs in Mario, and you cannot pet the dogs in Animal Crossing. Aren't the dogs in Animal Crossing like anamorphic dogs? Really yeah, weird. but you still can't pet them. Well, yeah, I... I <laughs> you can whack guess. them on the head with the net, I guess. Well, I guess when we get to talking about Pokemon, you can pet, like, the cat people, <laughs> the cat person's starter. That's probably well, a good yeah, spot you, you to uh, transition. Pokemon, yeah. <laughs> then, um, so, yeah, I haven't picked up Ultra Sun Ultra Moon just yet. I haven't been able to. But uh, I do plan on getting it eventually because I skipped... Uh, Sun and Moon last year, so um, yeah, I should probably pick up the upgraded version of it at some point and give it a go. But um, you guys have actually played a little bit of it, so yeah. what are your thoughts generally? I know it's basically the same game. But... It's it's the same game pretty much with the same storyline. There's a few new things. Um, like, like there's a new like space kind of idea with it. There's like new and also about the uh, the moon. There's a new storyline about the moon and how it gets covered all the time. And uh, there's more emphasis on the wormholes. There's more, um, and and there's different Pokemon throughout each area. Um, like if you liked Sun and Moon, this is a more definitive version with enough different things to where. It's probably worth a buy if you're like really into Pokemon, but if you mm. like casually bought Sun and Moon last year, um, this probably isn't for you. I I mean, like like think of it like this: if Sun and Moon were Sun and Moon were red and blue, this is pretty much yellow or emerald. Yeah, yeah. This is like the definitive version of those two games. It's just. With more Pokemon and some extra storyline kind of stuff. And I haven't beat the game yet. I'm about probably a little bit halfway through. Um, and I'm sure there's more newer content towards the end. And I think there's um, a battle factory and, and stuff like that that I haven't gotten into yet. But um, so far, I mean, it's Pokemon. It's fun. And I always have fun with Pokemon. But um, a lot of it is retreading and stuff like that it's it's very familiar and 
So, so I'm not like in a big rush to complete it, but um, yeah. it, it's it's fine for it is. I, yeah, I, I kind of want to try it at the same time. I'm sort of like, eh, maybe I should just skip over Sun and Moon entirely. Because like, some of the stuff I've heard from people talk about it, like the story is pretty intrusive and it, you know, the, the start of the game yeah, it, it takes like a few hours or four or five hours to, really if to let you free. Yeah. Sort of I know some of the complaints about X and Y were that the game kind of like held your hand and the friends were everywhere and there's like 50 of them and yeah. it kind of drags down the game and um, same can be said for this one. And mm-hmm. I mean, you're constantly... Is this one wor- do you think Sun and Moon are worse in that regard than X and Y? Mm. No. I-, I would say they're about the same, in oh, my okay. opinion. Mm-hmm. I-, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it's worse. But I think it's about the same because you constantly run into your friends and you constantly run into the professor and you constantly mm. run into the enemies and the trial leaders and the kahunas and, you know, it's it's a constant character introductions and you constantly yeah. run into people. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, if you like the exploration aspect of Pokemon more than the story... Um, I mean, it's kind of a lot, a lot of the same from X and Y in, in that yeah. regard. But with X and Y, when everyone showed up, like, the plot of that game was just that you were on a Pokemon journey, yeah. and also all those other people were on a Pokemon journey. But with Sun and Moon, you do run into people a lot, but there is a plot other than you being on a Pokemon journey. Yeah, that's true. And they, they you, you will run into people that feed into the plot like they have more of a purpose Mm -hmm. uh and in x and y they're just kind of like oh yeah remember you have friends yeah yeah in in x and y and other pokemon games the gym leaders you don't talk to that often you know there's there's a lot of characters you don't talk to Uh, um in sun and moon the characters are there for a reason and you run into them a lot and i forget if the elite four has people that you meet during the game i forget that aspect but i I mean there there are less like just throwaway kind of characters and more characters that are central to your adventure and to the plot yeah like in each town there instead of a gym leader there's a trial captain Hmm. and i just finished the first trial so it's it's like in my mind fresh in my mind right now uh, but that guy, he is the top student at the Pokemon school that you start at. He paints all the fences. His family has a big mansion there. Like, you run into him a lot. He's like the main character of that town, kind of like how the anime does a character of, a, of the day. Yeah. Each of the trial captains is like, like, they kind of lead you through that part of the plot. Like, they, they kind of go away after their trial, but they yeah. are... They're active in their town. Yeah, okay. Hmm. Yeah, you, you see them a lot, and then once you beat them, they kind of just, like... Some disappear, some you kind of see again later, maybe, but most of them just kind of disappear. But Well, I think you can fight them all again after the... Like, at the end of the game, in Sun and Moon, I think. Like, maybe. they're just at their house, and they're like, yeah, we can battle again. I, th- I think so, yeah. I think I remember that. Um, but if you skip Sun and Moon, then you're like the perfect person to play Ultra Sun and Ultra yes. Moon because it yeah. seems like it's so far. It seems really similar. Just they they talk more as, as <laughs> far as I can tell. Maybe I just forgot a lot of the throwaway dialogue <laughs> from Sun and Moon, but it seems like they are more interested. Like they replayed the game and they were like, "Oh, it'd be interesting if like Lily was standing here and had lots of things to say." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, oh my gosh, Lily, so Lily is this girl, at, in the opening cutscene, she escapes from some mysterious place with some shadowed face in her bag, and it's quickly revealed that that's, like, a cloud Pokemon that lives in her bag, she won't keep it in a Pokeball, she's not a Pokemon trainer, and she it just escapes from her bag all the time, Um, and I'd forgotten how overdone that joke was in the what, game what, what, what was the what's cosmog's nickname it's like get in the Nebby. bag Nebby, Nebby, get in the bag Nebby, get in the bag 
within like the first 30 <laughs> minutes. I'd almost forgotten about that joke. I had forgotten his name was Nebby too. I can't forget um, it because it's like every time they run, we run, I run into them. It's like, get in the bag, Nebby. Yeah, she keeps reminding you, like, I'm Lily and this is Nebby. Oh, <laughs> Nebby's not in the bag. But like in, in the, within the first 30 minutes of the game, I've met her. Nebby was out of the bag and I saved Nebby. And then we come down a cliff and she's like, oh, I keep Nebby in a bag. And Nebby is behind her, like, floating away. And it's just like, it's it's a little sillier than any other Pokemon plot has ever been. Yeah. Like, it's kind of hard to find, like, international kids' humor, but they sure try. I kind of like her story, though. I, I, I At least, like, she progresses throughout the story, and by the end, she... Well, I don't want to spoil it, but... Let's uh, just say she wears a different white outfit a little later. Sure. That's about all, the most progression that anyone has <laughs> ever had in Pokemon anime or games. I guess. But, um... No, I mean, like, she become Well, I don't want to spoil it, but... She does become a... Trainer by the end, I guess. Or she wants to be, at least. So, it's a nice story, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. It's... Uh, I forgot about that. I would like to talk about the ending. But maybe we should beat it before we talk about the ending. Yeah. I Because I don't even know what they did for the ending this time. Yeah, because I read that the uh, I've read that people saying the ending is quite a bit different, or there's more stuff added to it, or something. Uh, probably. Sun and Moon had the the same problem for me as X and Y, where they just ended. Yeah, X and And... Y definitely. I I mean, like you get to that island part in the post game, that's it. Mm. And for Sun and Moon, I think there's some episodes with Looker. I think that's it. Yeah, I mean, those are just go-catch Pokemon. Yeah. Like, they're rare Pokemon in the wild. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's... I think that's it for at least Sun and Moon. Oh, I think no. Ultra Sun and Moon have uh, more lengthier post-game stuff. But for the for Ultra Sun and Moon, there is one major addition that I don't understand what it is yet, but every once in a while, you'll come around a corner... And there will be two robots, one which has a mustache, talking to each other about energy. And their names are both question mark, question mark, question mark. And they're talking about energy and how they need the president's permission to go into caves and stuff. And it's like, ooh. Oh, those guys, yeah. Yeah, that's that's the robot. How did you forget the robot with the mustache? I, I didn't forget. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> it was like those weird um, encounters with that spooky girl or something in X and Y. You just going through a door and there'd be like a, a scene. Well, was scene that play. was that ever explained? I thought that was creepy. I, I have no idea. I have no idea. No, if it was ever explained. It was, was never really explained. Weird. Yeah, but I guess in in one of them, I think in Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, one of the Elite Four members was a ghost type trainer. Yeah, and when wasn't it, it when like it was Phoebe, maybe, and when it was fading out to like go into her battle, that girl was sitting in one of the chairs in the background. Oh, I think that was like a um, like a glitch or something. No, it was the spooky girl. Oh, really? Yeah, hmm. according to a video that I watched on the internet, huh. that is probably you know well sourced. <laughs> That's um, weird. But I I hope that they explain that. There's something else that I wanted them to explain. So yeah, I guess we'll wrap up the Sun and Moon talk there. If you guys are sort of done with that, um, yeah, for for the most part, I yeah, I'm only about a little bit um over halfway through, so I don't have any more thoughts yeah. on it at the moment. We might come back. Than... I think you oh, guys have convinced I... me, reconvinced me to to try and buy it soon because I was sort I do of have teetering one last. There. I do have one last thing I want to mention that I noticed. Uh, pretty early in the game, you go to a house where uh, the dad is like, oh, when my son misbehaved, I beat him. And there are, like, <laughs> broken golf clubs in the corner, and his son what? ran away. Yeah. 
And you go into the son's room, and for some reason, you lie in everyone's bed and smell it, and then, yeah. like... what the heck is that about? <laughs> I don't know, but it smelled like the sadness that. of a bed that hadn't been slept in in a long time. Wow. And he had all these dusty trophies, and then I noticed that in, back in the corner of his room, he had a Wii U. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I just thought that was funny, because the main character now has a Switch. Yeah. But the abused boy has a sad, dusty Wii U in the corner. Yeah, go play Mario Maker. It's <laughs> a, a, a metaphor it for torture Wii U, levels. That whole, that whole section. Uh, but yeah, this movie. Yeah. Okay. We'll um, transition to the to the movie now. So I saw it like two and a half weeks ago or something. So I'm starting to forget some of the stuff. But um, I don't know, Adam. Why don't you start? Oh, okay. Um. Well. For some reason, this movie was marketed to old school fans. Yeah. But it was not for us. No. Uh, I don't know. It kind of is. But kind it of. It did not. It, like the first ten minutes, maybe. They tried <laughs> yeah. to have their cake and eat it. I think. Well, what, what's so the... After the the intro screen, it's like this completely different adventure that Ash yeah. had in Kanto that has no relation. To anything going on in Kanto, and it's all about finding friends he's never seen before and trying to find Ho Oh. I mean, like, so, it's. It, it doesn't, like, as far as nostalgia goes, this movie did not appeal to me at all. Hmm. So, I mean, it's. Yeah, I, it just didn't appeal to me, like, in a nostalgic way, because they didn't do anything related to. I mean, there are some things, like the Charmander stuff was kind of based on what happened in the anime, and uh, the Butterfree yeah. stuff, too. So, but like, I, I was lot. enjoying the movie up until probably, um, like, I don't know, a third of the way in or something, and um, I thought the middle, whole middle section was bad. It, it really dragged. It made the movie feel like it was dragging for ages and ages, and then it sort of you know, picks up again towards the end. Uh, because, like, I think the the whole middle of the movie is meant to, you know, take place over several months. Like, like uh, it's like a, it's like taking scenes from an alternate universe's season one of, of Pokemon, like the anime series, and cutting it down to a 90-minute movie. Um, it's not like Ash and his new friends go off on an adventure that lasts, like, a day or so. Like, there's, it's like, this long build up to like finding ho and stuff um and yeah so, they, they repl- replace misty and brock with these two new characters which like i don't know i i, I didn't mind them but at the same time like what's the point you may as well have just exactly. re- like redone the like characterization for misty and brock if the, you wanted to these make characters they, they felt like background characters almost like they're yeah. just there to say like yeah ash sure ash go do this like kind of, they're they're kind of like background characters that supported Ash throughout the movie, so he could have someone to talk to. Well, That's they what were they there like. to let mm. old relapsed fans know just how bad the character designs have gotten, because they were like really boring, but they had <laughs> stupid hair, and then like the rival yeah. is like a demon who beat his Charmander and left him out in the rain, and has a big stupid x bangs in his face and his name of course is cross and he has uh, a lichen rock that follows him around that i don't think battled at all throughout the entire movie towards the end towards the end he attacked him because the um the rare pokemon of the movie like possessed him oh yeah this something. movie is about Mars yeah, Shadow, Shadow for some reason, Mars but it has Shadow, nothing yeah. to do with Mars yeah. Shadow. They were just like, "Oh no!" <laughs> they should have. They should have. Yeah, they should have gotten rid of the Mars Shadow subplot and just no. made it all about. Well, that, 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 that's what the movies are about, though. The focus is always on the whatever the special rare Pokemon. Yeah, you know, it's not in the, the game movie. Yet. You get a code <laughs> for the Pokemon. Yeah. Um, but, I, but I watched this on Disney XD, so well, I well the get code it. was at GameStop in the U.S. Sad. Like, yeah, and oh. I guess the 
My I got a Pokemon card. I got the Ashes yeah, Pikachu I got, Pokemon card. I got four of them. The promo card. <laughs> I, got, got I got one in Pokemon Go. You got one? I got lots. I got a Pichu. I got a Raichu. I got a lot of, um, Witch's Hat, of Witches hat Pikachus. Pikachus. Did you get event. Farfetch'd? Yeah. What? Farfetch'd is out right oh. now. Only for 48 hours. I know. Check, I, I, I caught two of them at my house okay. last night. I just asked... My brother told me it ended on December 1st. Uh, no, it's only like today and tomorrow. Oh. It was at the library too. And I'm going to yell at him later. <laughs> anyway. Uh, but yeah, so the code that comes with the Ashes Pikachu... No, the code, the QR code to get Ashes Pikachu in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon... I guess is the same for everyone, so you can just like find it online. Yeah, I, I could probably find it online. It's not not that hard to find rare Pokemon if you. I mean, I got really four of them. them. I could mail you one. Just okay. send me one. <laughs> okay. Online. Um. If you want. But yeah, talking about oh, the my movie gosh. again. Okay, can I just um, like run down the plot of the movie for anyone who doesn't want to see it? Okay, yeah, sure. Okay. The, the it's very basic. Yeah. So the first like ten minutes of the movie is a retelling of the first episode where Ash meets Pikachu and fights off the Spearow. Uh only it's in like the weird, like sterile animation of the newer episodes and not of like the fun hand drawn animation of the old one. Well, it, it doesn't look like Sun and Moon. It looks closer to, you know... It, it looks like stuff. X and Y. It doesn't yeah, look like yeah. Season like 1. And y stuff. That's for sure. Mm. Um, no. no, but... <laughs> season 1 looks off-model compared to later on, too. <laughs> but I guess I just want to say it opens with the worst CG bird I've ever seen flying through a ravine and then goes to the Pokemon League and Ash yeah. is watching it on TV or whatever. Uh, but anyways, he, ca- he finds Pikachu and then he's... It does a time skip over, like, a remake of the original theme song. And then he's like, oh, yeah, I just beat Erica. I got my third badge, which old fans will remember Erica was the fourth badge after Lieutenant Surge. I don't... Wait, yeah, where that, was Lieutenant did they actually Surge? Say, <laughs> did they actually say the third badge? Erica, yes. Erica was not... Yes, I remember that. I'm like, where, where the heck he's is He's off fighting in a war. Uh... Well, yeah, I guess yes. it's possible that he actually went to that one. No, because you have to get cut, and you can't even cut yet. Surge. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> true. It's true. So, uh, they just, like, breezed past Brock and Misty. They weren't even in, like, the montage. They just didn't happen. I was disappointed they I, didn't I, even... Um, they should have had Ash dressed up as yeah, a girl. Yeah, they, they retconned drag, drag Ash. <laughs> to sneak into the... <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they got uh, rid of that, too. And the, yeah, yeah. Because he didn't insult the gym leader. So somehow Ash got three badges, and the only Pokemon he had were Pikachu and Caterpie. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> they didn't. Squirtle and Bulbasaur. And Charmander were not wasn't in this movie. until after he beat Erica. No. He could have used Charmander. Yeah, like halfway. Well, not halfway, but. Um, like, so, anyways, he yeah. goes to this Pokemon Center after he beats yeah. Erica, and he's talking to his mom on the phone, and she's like, You never talk to me! And for some reason, he has it on speakerphone, and she's so loud, and all the other anime characters are laughing at him, like, ha ha ha, you mom, you mom. <laughs> and then some dude comes in, and his Pokemon is, like, dying, and he's like, I fought an Entei. And everyone's like, what? We're gonna go fight Entei. And this guy's like, but my Pokemon is dying. Like, you shouldn't go fight Entei. So Ash <laughs> runs off, and he's like, I found it. And then this girl's like, I found it. And then this dude is like, I found it. And all three of them fight Entei, and they all get destroyed because they're children. Okay. Um, and then Entei. I just I found that I found that really funny in the battle though. Like um, like she's uh the the girl character that she te- Ash teams up with um with her is like, Piplup, go attack Entei. <laughs> yeah, like, come on. <laughs> she's a Piplup, really and the dude work? has a Lucario because <laughs> they want to remind you that Gen Four is a thing <laughs> for whatever reason. I. Yeah, he's from um, Twinleaf Town. I really Town. hope that we don't get a fucking Gen 4 port to Switch. Because Gen 4 is the worst gen. I <sighs> hope so. I, I we like that. We definitely will. We definitely will. I like I like those games. All right. Well, you have fun. I'm going to sell my Switch. I'll mail you my yeah, Switch. Yeah, I am. Um, <laughs> cool. So, yeah, they, they, they lose to and Entei and he runs off. And then that's where 
Ash meets those, you know, his companion but characters. But the dude basically. is like, it's going to rain. And they're like, it's not going to rain. And then it starts raining. So they run off and they find this Charmander and he's in the rain. And they're like, Charmander's in the rain. And then Cross comes out with his big stupid X on his forehead and is like, Charmander is weak. I'm friends from Kalos for some reason. Is he from Kalos or was he from Alola? I think he was from Kalos. Um, but he had um, the cross guy had he had an Alolan Pokemon, but I think he said he was from Kalos. And he had it in Cinder War. I think he said he was from Kalos. And both of those are from Sun and Moon, so I'm guessing he's from. I think he said he was from Kalos, but it doesn't matter because he's garbage, and he had Mm, better not return to the series. So they take this Charmander and they run into a random cave. And guess who's in the cave? The dude who said it was going to rain. And Entei. And Entei comes in with all the Pokemon from the forest. And they're all just sleeping there. And then Ash pulls out this this feather that Ho-Oh dropped. And he's like, oh, look at my cool feather. And then, of course, Mars Shadow is just also in the cave. Everyone is in this cave. And Mars Shadow's whole thing is that it corrupts people who have this wing this rainbow wing the feather so luckily ash was in the wrong cave and pulled it out to show his friends so marsh shadow just starts following them around and does pretty much nothing um and then after that they're in a town and they're fighting someone and charmander evolves into charmeleon and then cross shows up and is like i'm gonna fight you and ash is like i'm gonna win well, one thing I should mention is that they don't mention any of the towns after, like, the first no. ten minutes. They're yeah, just no, they're towns somewhere. Just I think they're between Kanto yeah. and Johto. I think in those, in those, really? in those mountains. <laughs> I don't like, even know. Where the... But you're right, yeah, they don't, they're not very specific mm-hmm. about where it's no. going, where, where they are and stuff. They're just and like, somewhere. Going off the um, Entei thing as well. I just found it really sort of, like, I mean, like, what's the point? I mean, all the legendary dogs, like, have their little scene throughout the movie. And I'm like, eh, this could have cut Yeah, I wouldn't call them scenes. Just, like, Those were cameos. Not needed. They're cameos. Yeah, like, Raikou? Are they in out? Raikou. Yeah, Raikou. Raikou. It's Raikou. Raikou. Whatever. Yeah, I saw that one. I didn't, yep, did we're getting to that point. Yeah, but only Verity. Oh, oh I don't know the... The other children. Only Verity sees. Please Suicune. don't teach them to me. Um, the, uh, one of them's Verity, the girl, and the other one's like starts with an it's, S. It's weird. Yeah, I can't remember that one now. It's sucky. It's not, I don't know. Oh, he wants to get <laughs> yeah, professor gonna be team again. <laughs> um, so, anyways, yeah. they're in this town and they fight Cross, and Ash just gets destroyed because he only has <coughs> one Pokemon. It's his Charmeleon. And he loses to this guy's Incineroar, and this guy's like, that Charmander will always be weak. And they, like, Charmeleon gets really hurt and breaks a wall or something. And then Ash is all sad, and he runs off into the forest, and Marshadow corrupts him. Because, of course, no child would be sad about losing unless they were corrupted by an evil demon. So he's like, oh, I wish I would have picked Squirtle. And Pikachu hears him and is sad. And then he's like, oh, this is Charmeleon's fault that we lost. If only he was stronger. And Charmeleon could hear him through his Pokeball and he was sad. And then Ash falls asleep in a tree and forgets that Pokemon exists and has a dream where he is in a Japanese school and is like, what? I had a best friend, but I forgot what he was. And he sees all these like yellow squiggles running around. He's like, that was my best friend. I forgot what they were. But like, I don't think anyone on Earth will ever forget what Pokemon are just because like it's. It's a pretty big franchise that has been around forever. Plus, all these people, all they talk yeah, about. Yeah, even in the Pokemon. games. Like, every NPC. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, my like shadow if we're, is. If we're talking about real life that. stuff, I, I mean, all Ash and everyone that Ash comes across, <laughs> yeah. all, all they do is talk about Pokemon all day. So then he wakes up, and his friends are like, It's okay, we forgive you unconditionally because that's how human beings work. And then they go to sleep, and then the girl mm. wakes up. I think they do a few, they do like a few scenes here, right? Like it's sort of like meant to show time passing. It's where you, you get the Suicune scene and stuff and you get Butterfree happening. And Yeah, it's this is the garbage like part that, right? where the girl wakes up and sees Suicune and then goes back to mm. bed and then wakes up in the morning and it's like, I saw Suicune! And even though they all have cell phones for some reason and they're all taking pictures and stuff, she doesn't take a picture of Suicune. So I'm so mad. I think she was on her phone Did you catch... at the time and she looked up and there was Suicune. 
Did you catch who Cynthia. her mother was? I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't realize that until I looked at the Wikipedia. She just she said that Not her later. mother was famous. I'm like, that she and the only famous person from Diamond and Pearl yeah. is Cynthia because the internet is obsessed with her for some reason. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So then they go up the mountain yeah. some more and they find a girl, Butterfree, and they save her. But Butterfree does not leave then. Instead, they go farther and they see all the Butterfrees. Oh, and Team Rocket is there for some reason, but they never interact with Team Rocket. They they don't, they do, don't do anything crap in this film. They they, they see their lines and then they they don't even make or puns. They, fall off cliff or, yeah. they don't say the motto. They don't no, do any they puns. They don't even do the song. They no. when they say it looks like Team Rocket is blasting off again, they change it every time. I don't even think they say it looks like Team Rocket is blasting yeah. off again. Like they say variations on it. You kind of have to change it up after like not if you're retelling the first years. episode. So true, true. Then they, they go up the mountain, Butterfree goes, it's like 10 minutes, and then they go a little more up the mountain, and Raiko, Raiku, or Raiko as they say it, is just standing on a cliff, and they're like, oh wow, another one out the checklist. And there are all these other Pokemon, and then this old man comes out of nowhere and is like, I'm gonna tell you everything that you already read in the book that I wrote earlier. And he's, isn't he wearing like the cap that Red yeah, wears? Yeah, he's wearing Red's like, hat, and stuff. which is like, which is oh, weird. are we supposed to like assume it was like red? I hope not. I, I don't really know. He didn't really act like red, so maybe he killed red. And oh my gosh! Or maybe it was just a popular hat in the nineties. Um, <laughs> sure. I guess there's more than one hat in the world. Yeah. So they go up the mountain, and when they get up there, all the Pokemon, like it's like the poker rap. Every single Pokemon is waiting on the cliffs, watching to meet Ho Oh, just so everyone could get a cameo. And Ash is supposed to go put his feather on some magic rock, and he gets up there and he's about to do it, but no, Cross shows up, and he's mean, and they have a Pokemon battle, and Charmeleon evolves into Charizard, and then Cross gets the feather and turns it evil and puts it there, and then Mars Shadow is evil also and turns all the Pokemon evil, and they all have to fight all the Pokemon. Oh my god, I forgot about the ending. It's so bad. (laughs) <laughs> and then all the Pokemon are fighting, and Ash, because he's really stupid, is like, no, Pikachu, don't <laughs> fight. And he gets in the way of his Pokemon, and it's like, I'll protect you. He gets, like, hyperbeamed, like, five times. Yeah, and every time he gets hyperbeamed, he keeps dying more and more. And he's like, Pikachu, get in the Pokeball. Why won't you get in the Pokeball? And Pikachu, spoilers, turns to him and says... Because I always want to be with you. And everyone in the movie theater is like, what the fuck? This is so stupid. Did you, yeah, did you see that know. viral in, video? In, no, that con, happened in, in my theater. It was bad. It's like, yeah, I it's saw like the viral video. It's, good, it's like a dream. Was, I saw it's it on Disney like, XD, so I didn't see it. I'm sure that... It's not like Pikachu actually spoke. I'm sure that at Saturday, on Saturday night when it aired on Disney XD, if you listened closely, you could hear children crying. It was just, like, weird. Like, we get it. After 20 years, like, we we get it. Um, But also, like, in the games, Pokemon are happy to be in their Pokeballs walking around with you because they're with you. But whatever. So, anyways, then Ash is dead. And he's like, I'm fine. And he's looking at Pikachu. And Pikachu's crying. And he looks around. And everyone is crying. And he's like, oh, no. Everyone is crying. And then a magic portal opens in front of him, and he starts running through every like every set from the movie for some reason. And he runs through all these fields and towns and like everywhere that went through the movie. And then he, there's a portal at the end, and he comes through it. So apparently, if you die, guys, just run through a bunch of portals, and you'll come back to exactly where you were. And then everyone is happy and fine, and I think crosses Pokemon turn on him or something, and Marshadow goes away. No, he- I, th- I think I think that I think, I think um, Light and Rock at least turns. Oh uh, yeah, doesn't get possessed anymore. And and Cross happily ever after, I guy. guess. And then Ho Oh shows up and heals yeah. them all, so that Ho Oh and Pikachu can have a Pokemon battle. And then Ash walks it because that we we all know how well that it go. does not go well because Ash walks into the Pokemon Center with dying Pikachu smiling like an idiot. <laughs> Pikachu is also smiling like an idiot, even though he's dying. Goes up to Nurse Joy and is like, I need <laughs> healing. We just fought a ho-oh. And she's like, that's nice. What? Like, the worst, most overused <laughs> joke in the whole world. And then it's over. I don't mean the movie. I mean my childhood 
and my time with the Pokemon yeah. franchise is I'm done. <laughs> so dramatic. Yeah, the, the, this was aimed. This was like mark. I don't, I don't know if you would say marketed, but this was like supposed to aim towards people or to the 20th anniversary of the Pokemon anime and. The first ten minutes kind of did that with Ash, you know, getting, um, getting up late, going to Professor Oak, running across the Sparrow, and there's some aspects of the anime, like the Caterpie stuff and the, uh, and a few other things, yeah, and Singho, Charmander, yeah. Charmander, and Butterfree, and and all that. I would have cut all the Butterfree stuff. It was useless. Yeah, he didn't need Butterfree. Like, he didn't use yeah. Butterfree. No. But, I mean, if it, this was, like, supposed to be marketed towards people who've, who watched those episodes, like, 20 years ago, I I, I think they would not like this. Because we didn't like yeah. this. It, it was, like, a completely different thing, and just, I, just did yeah, not, I mean, I don't... It didn't itch the nostalgia itch. Mm. I, I think that's what I'm trying to say. It just didn't. Yeah. I don't. I didn't mind the movie overall. Like it was. It was okay to me. I mean, it sort of was kind of good having a little bit of new stuff, I guess. But at the same time, I just don't understand the mindset of making yeah. it like this. I mean, like, what was the why? Purpose? Why does we like they could have made this movie a lot bigger than what it was if it was sort of more. I don't know, catering to the um, original crowd a bit more, like. They didn't have to redo the whole start of the story. They could have even done, like, oh, this is, like, a, a lost um, chapter of what actually happened somewhere in the series, but, like, they didn't show it originally. Yeah. It's, like, a new adventure with Misty and Brock and all that sort of thing. Um, and put it in the same continuity as the original show. Um, that might have gone down better. And but... I'm not even saying, like, do scene-from-scene scene stuff from the anime. I, but, I, I mean, like, they didn't... They omitted a lot of characters or they put them as background characters or cameos and they just kind of did their own thing with a bunch of other Pokemon that weren't there in the Indigo League series and they just kind of just did their own thing with Marshadow and all this and other stuff. And they didn't even have the best character characters. in the movie. Who's the best character? Samurai! Do you know what? This <laughs> filmmaking was novice. No, but I think yeah. there there was just like some corporate directive that was like, okay, this movie needs to celebrate the twentieth anniversary. It needs to remind people of Gen Four because they're probably going to do remakes. It needs to remind people of Ho Oh because Ho Oh is going to come to Pokemon Go soon. It needs to uh, tell people about Mars Shadow because Mars Shadow is coming out. Um, like it's the Mars Shadow movie, and I, this is what they came up with. You know, that may mm. be it. Because I also, have no idea why you would market a game or market a movie towards it being the 20th anniversary of the Pokemon series and you do this. I think it was because of mm-hmm. Ho-Oh. Like, someone was like, yeah. Ho-Oh's coming, you need to get Ho-Oh in the movie. And they were like, yeah. oh, Ash met Ho-Oh, let's do that again. Oh, let's do this and this and this. Like, I don't know. Yeah. They yeah. could have even kept, the, like I said, they could have even kept the same storyline, same stuff happening. But, like, at least include, like, original companions and not make up two new ones, which is just weird. Yeah, the the whole thing reminded me of why I stopped watching the anime. Uh, I stopped watching the anime with Diamond and Pearl and the whole voice change. Because it wasn't just a voice change, it was yeah. also, like, a tone change. It went from being, yeah. like... I mean, I love the original Pokemon, but it was... They just put puns in because they didn't know how to translate this stuff. But everything in Diamond and Pearl is like so on brand and not like fun. Like it, it's it didn't feel punny anymore. Yeah. But I puns really resonated with me as a child and as an adult. Um, and this just reminded me that the the Pokemon show is not what I grew up with. Um, and bringing in yeah, I kind of stopped watching after the Indigo League, like. It's just kind of like the same thing over and over again. Each time with new really, each time with a new game, it's like, yeah. yeah, Ash meets people, meets characters of the day, goes to the gym, sometimes loses, he loses the Pokemon League, he starts over. But it, 
Now that's kind of been like the same thing for the last 20 years. It used to be okay because it wouldn't take itself seriously. It would make jokes about the plot or Pokemon's names. But now it's like it's written by corporate. You know, it's written by the Pokemon company, translated by the Pokemon company. So it's they like are scared to make jokes about how stupid some of the Pokemon names are. And they can't have the, you know, lasting continuity because they need to reboot it every couple of years, basically. I mean, like, uh, the original series was sort of like, had, you know, it had forward progression up until like the end of Johto, I think. And then it started to it slow down on, on that sort of stuff. Um, they even recreated the scene where, um, Misty and Brock and Ash parted ways at the end of the yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, but with the new characters instead, like they all go on that separate ways on the paths, different pathways and stuff. Oh boy, did that make me angry. Um, <laughs> but I was going to say, um, with the, the director of this movie, I think I read something a while back that basically said that this director likes putting, you know, doing this to franchises. Like he's done a similar move, like with the alternate universe and like changing elements and stuff to some other anime or whatever franchise before so it's not like a new thing like this guy might just like you know trying to do his own thing with the with established brands i don't know i'd have to look into that again but like yeah this the director of this might have actually you know purposely excluded elements just because Uh, another reason that i felt that this movie was not for people my age is as i was going to the theater you know i i saw thor uh, like a little bit before I saw this movie and I thought it was so awesome. I was really jazzed on it. And I was walking into the theater, this bro and these two children, the children were talking about Thor. And I asked the guy, I was like, oh, are you going to see Thor? And he was like, no, he already saw it. Um, I haven't seen it. We're going to go see Pokemon. And I was like, oh my gosh, like you should see Thor, dude. Like it's really good. And he was like, oh yeah, it's good. And I was like, yeah, it's funny. It's like not like a super boring superhero movie. Like it's fun. It's a good time. And he was like, oh, cool. And then, like, one of the kids asked me, like, whoa, what movie are you going to go see? And I was like, I'm going to go see Pokemon. And they're like, oh, me too. And then when they were leaving, they were like, we'll see you in there. And he was, like, pulling them away, like, come on, let's go. And I was like, oh, my God, like, I should not be seeing this movie alone with a mustache. Like, this is <laughs> <laughs> this is a bad yeah. look. So I, I didn't even feel comfortable going to the movie theater to see it. I mean, they just, they missed the mark on this one. Yeah, I'm just fine watching it on TV. But I, I mean, yeah, I went to the 7 o'clock at night session, and it was like 15 people in the theater. So. See, I saw it on the Monday of the second weekend, which was the last showing, which is why they gave me extra cards when I asked. Hmm. Oh, well, yeah, they, uh, that's the best time to ask. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, overall for me, it's it, it was fine. Um... But, like, not what I was expecting going in and not what I wanted. But, I mean, it's, it's a standard Pokemon movie formula with the uh, mystery bad guy you can't get of the, like, rare Pokemon of the movie. Hmm. It, it, that, those, that's what most of the movies are centered around, so it's not really a, a surprise, but whatever. It's, it was fine. I mean, if you want to see a good Pokemon movie, I recommend everyone check out Pokemon the Movie 8, Lucario and the Mystery of Mew. Okay. Wait, you've never seen it? Okay. <laughs> last no, one I, I saw, uh, honestly, the last Pokemon movie I saw was the Celebi one. Oh, the Celebi one is garbage. Mm-hmm. Forever. Oh my gosh, yeah, that one is not good. It's got the yeah, song. I don't mind the like, Celebi one. It's got young Professor Oak. Oh my god, I forgot about that. But no, Lucario and, and the Mystery he's dodgy, of Mew. Dodgy Pokeball. Lucario and the Mystery of Mew is like <laughs> excellent. It's a great film. I think I read once that it was like the highest second grossing film in Japan the year it came out. Or animated film in Japan. But it's 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 really good. Okay, well I think we'll leave it there. Thanks guys for talking about Pokemon with me. Yeah, anytime. I love Pokemon. No problem. Pokemon's awesome. I I love the I I always make sure I play each mainline game so 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we might have to, have to only wait like a, a year and a half and we get the next one So yep. on the Switch. So that'll be cool, hopefully. I think it'll be cool. I am hoping it's something different. Yeah. I, 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 I'm kind of, I mean, like, X was a big leap from black and white, in my opinion. I know some people don't feel like that. Giant that leap I'm backwards. I'm for a bigger... <laughs> I, don't th- I, I liked X and Y. I didn't like black and <laughs> white. Um, but yeah, um, I'm, I'm hoping that there's a bigger leap between, um, X and Y and yeah. this game. And I'm hoping for something different. Well, prepare to be disappointed because I really think that we're going to get a pretty basic Gen 4 remake on Switch because it seems, I don't think that'll be the, that might be the first game. I think we will. I think it's a really easy thing to just sort of pump out in a year. I, Maybe. I don't know. They've never done that before. Led led on a new platform with That's a remake. True. That's, That's true. true. But they only have a year to make it. Remember at E3 they were like, they called us and asked us I mean, to make a Switch game. They've been game. working on it since last year, though. No, it, They've been working on it since last year. It was this year. year at E3. They announced, like, we're making a Pokemon game, I guess. And they had nothing to show us. No concept yeah, art. Pre-production, yeah. pre-production would have started once Sun and Moon shipped. No, they said they were waiting to see the Switch's launch numbers. This game just started development. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we'll see this game until maybe... 2019. No, they said... Yeah, I mean, like, for a release date, I think, yeah, 2019 for, like, a first look. Mm. I think with the last few games, they haven't even shown it at E3. It's always been, like, a direct. So, whenever they announce a direct, we'll see it. Alright, so if anyone wants to comment or send us questions, you can email uh, connectivity at nintendoworldreport.com or um, send a tweet on Twitter, which is at connectivitynwr, or yeah, just the talk back to this episode. Um, so I think that's it. So thanks again, everyone, and we'll be back in a couple of weeks with a new episode. So bye for now. Bye. Later. Oh